Another place by Bastille. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, where we're very fortunate to be joined by Sky Saunders for another Get to Know Your Lecturers talk. How are you? I'm well, Jake. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. So what do you teach here at UNE? Okay, so I'm teaching a brand new course that I'm very excited about. It's a new unit called Law 102, Legal Professional Skills. Okay, so it's brand new. That's, that's pretty exciting, but I imagine a lot of work as well. Well, it has been a lot of work, to be honest, but it's, it's a really positive um, energy that's flowing through this course. It's a very practical course. Um, basically, what we're, we're looking to do is to equip students with the skills that they need to, you know, really successfully embrace their legal studies, but also um, prepare them for the practice of law thereafter as well. So the course is sort of divided into two different arms, and um, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be a load of um, fun for a lot of people. What's something that everybody thinks about legal studies that is just plain wrong? Oh, look, I think that fundamentally um, one of the the myths about studying law is that um, (laughs) a good lawyer embraces legal jargon, which is absolutely just not true. A good lawyer will actually... um, systematically um, process the law and understand the law, but they will then be able to translate the law in plain English for real-life people and different audiences um, using appropriate tones and, you know, appropriate terminology and so forth. Um, But they certainly won't uh, necessarily um, deliver complex messages um, to the wrong audiences. So I think that just getting the pitch right, getting the tone right, all of those things are just super duper important. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think is the best thing about your job? Oh, I love my job. I actually, I feel very, very privileged um, actually to, to be in my job. I love everything about my job. I love the fact that um, as an academic, um, really there's this beautiful opportun- opportunity to sort of embrace um, all sorts of different people from all sorts of different backgrounds and um, lifestyles and to get to know different ways of thinking about the world. I love meeting new students and engaging with new students. I really love researching as well. Um, I have a special interest in sex discrimination law, so I've done a lot of um, work around sexual harassment, particularly in the rural workplace. So that's enabled me to travel to some really interesting parts of Australia in the course of my work. And I love speaking about my work. So, you know, it's just the perfect job for me. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like you're doing some some stuff that you're passionate about as well. Let's find out a little bit more about you. What was your PhD topic? Oh, well, actually, um, it harks back to something that I just said. So, so in a former um, sort of capacity, I, I, I practiced sex discrimination law as a solicitor. And over the course of that time, I became very interested in sexual harassment. And when I had my first child, I transitioned into academia. And that was, I mean, she's almost 14 now. And um, I, in doing so, decided to embark upon my PhD. And so I put the pieces of the puzzle together um, to sort of reflect life as I had sort of experienced it to that point. So I was a person who grew up in central western New South Wales and I'd experienced um, what I now sort of reflect on and see was sexual harassment. Um, But at the time I felt really quite perplexed about those experiences. Um, So as a person who had sort of encountered um, unwanted, unwelcome behaviour of that nature in the bush, 
But then um, as a person who had also gone on to study um, law and to practice um, discrimination law, I realised that my PhD could actually draw those threads together. And so what I wrote was published as a book actually called Whispers from the Bush, The Workplace Sexual Harassment of Australian Rural Women. So that was a really fascinating project. And I can tell you more about that if you like. Oh, absolutely. It's a very uh, important topic as well. So yeah, um, tell us a little bit more about the the book and that topic. Well, what I did, um, once I'd landed on that particular contribution as being the one that um, was obvious for me to make to the academic literature, um, I sort of put out the equivalent of a, a, um, I guess, a social media coup call, really. And I sort of sent a message um, to rural Australian communities that um, I was actively seeking participants um, to engage with me um, in one-on-one interviews um, about individual experiences of, you know, the day-to-day reality of, of rural working life. I was particularly interested to hear from people who were either um, women employed in male-dominated workplaces like, you know, the mines or the meat meatworks or cattle stations or, you know, um, working as tour guides, for example, um, in very, very remote parts of the country. Or I was interested also in hearing from the employers who were sort of looking after um, all sorts of employees in different contexts and um, who ultimately do have a duty of care to those to those workers. So I travelled all around Australia once I'd received um, a lot of um, really genuine interest from people here, there and everywhere to sort of participate. And I met them um, in their... Often they would select their homes as being the place that they wanted to speak to me in because it was a safe place where they felt as though they could have a really vulnerable conversation about, you know, some of the experiences that they had had. had, had. Um, but... Often, you know, we, we might meet at um, a very remote local pub, for example, train stations, you name it. Um, so ultimately, it um, was the case that I interviewed more than 100 people um, and discovered that of the women whom I spoke to, more than 73% of those people um, indicated that they had encountered sexual harassment in the course of their rural working life. And so that was a fairly significant um Statistic, um, and when you combine that with the fact that 83% of the employers and employee, uh, sorry, employers with the duty of care tended not to regard sexual harassment as very significant, um, you know, it's a fairly, fairly significant um, statistic to sort of, you know, consider in, in context. So both of those statistics need to be considered very carefully um, because mm. we have a lot of work to do, I think, on this issue still. Yeah, absolutely. A really important topic and quite concerning statistics indeed. So you mentioned that you've traveled around a lot. Do you have a particular dream research location? (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, That's a great question. Wow. I love snow. I love to write when it's really, really cold. Um, When it's really, really warm, I think my senses automatically go somewhere far more... um, whimsical but when it's really cold I feel like my mind becomes sharp so probably um, I would say somewhere um, in a cozy cabin 
with lots of hot chocolate nearby and snow falling prettily outside the window with some candles. <laughs> that sounds perfect to me. <laughs> Quite the opposite to the lecturers we've had this morning who all seem to think they wanted to go to the beach. So there you go. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Um, We'll, we'll finish off with the question, what do you wish you knew when you were starting out at university that you'd say to your first year students um, as they're oh, starting now? What a fantastic question. What would I say to my former self? I, I would say um, that it is absolutely okay to feel as though um, <laughs> there are all sorts of unknown unknowns because the reality is that there are, um, but the further reality is that all of the people around you, um, whether or not they're online learners around you um, in the Australian community more generally, or whether or not they're in the same lecture theatre as you, um, whatever the case may be, um, they are in the same boat too. And in fact, um, we are all continuing on in that same boat as we journey through life. Um, we have aha moments along the way where things really click and fall into place, but it is okay um, to feel um, and so you're just sort of kicking water, treading water, um, just to sort of keep afloat and to keep um, feeling as though you're making progress um, in your studies. That happens to all of us. It happens to me even now from time to time. So um, that's okay. And just be completely kind to yourself, um, knowing that it's normal. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And hopefully that was a really helpful get to know you from some first year students who I'm sure are really excited to work with someone who's done some great work in some very important topics. Thanks very much, Jake. All the best. Thank you so much. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. Plenty more coming up today and for the rest of O-Week. This is Higher by Ali Brook.